battle continues along the boards. Tuck has worked out to Petrovic, and he scores! Petrovic beats Price. The Panthers take a 2-1 lead. This is a great play by Alex Petrovic. This episode of the Two Months Podcast is brought to you by Longball Athletics. Longball Athletics is a Canadian apparel company that specializes in athletic and lifestyle apparel and accessories. Each product is uniquely self-designed and built with enhanced technologies to hold up against all conditions. With the brand constructed on a foundation of high quality, integrity, nonstop performance, and exceptional customer service. It's cultivated representation across all major professional golf tours. The 2016 Olympics, by sponsoring the Malaysian Golf Olympics team, the Golf Channel, NBC, and Sports Illustrated. The long ball mission is to inspire athletes around the world to work hard and play harder, whether it's before, during, and after the game. Join the lifestyle today at longball.com by using the discount code Petrol 15 to get 15% off your order. You won't be disappointed. The Two Months Podcast is sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket company where you can get tickets for any kind of shows, concerts, theater, or sporting events. If you need any kind of tickets, SeatGeek is there to help you and 100% guaranteed. Use promo code 2MUTS to get $20 off your purchase. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Two Mutts Podcast, presented by Longball Athletics. I am your host, Joshua Marshall, joined by my other co-host, Ryan Petrovich. Petro, how's it going? It's going good, man, just uh, keeping an eye on this San Jose, uh, Colorado game. Getting interesting, I thought San Jose was going to pump them, but but there's three minutes left, it's 3-2 I think. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty good game so far. Yeah, uh, I didn't McKinnon. think Col- I didn't think Colorado would take it to seven, to be honest. Yeah, McKinnon getting hurt early, obviously coming back. Yeah, he's got that offside. There's that offside. They tied the game, and then it went not for them, and then sent. Yeah, turning point of the game. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, I just I guess we'll just kind of jump in. We'll do. We're gonna. Talk about some Oiler stuff here. We'll talk about some BHE stuff, and then uh, going to talk about um, 
what's kind of upcoming with the podcast in the next few weeks here too with some guests. So we'll start with the Oilers. Um, you know, kind of the news with Ken Holland and the Oilers finally made it official uh, yesterday. So overall thoughts on the hiring of Ken Holland? Safe hiring, I guess. Um, I mean, you could, uh, I mean, I think McCrimmon was kind of the guy. Then he got the GM gig, so that was the end of that. So then you go to Holland and say, okay, I'll give you basically whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And that's, I don't know. I, I think yeah, it's it sounds, went, it sounds hey. like they went, it sounds like they, like they originally approached him two or three weeks ago and he was still just unsure. Not a, he didn't really officially turn them down. He was just, I guess, kind of just waiting to see what his overall thoughts were after the hiring of Steve Eiserman. And then, you know, obviously the news of McCrimmon coming out, you know, there's not getting the chance to interview him. Yeah. Kind of changed things for them. You know, getting the chance to, to talk to Holland. And obviously he kind of wrote his own check and kind of what we talked about. We were, we were talking about and the word on Twitter is, you know, he gets five, uh, a five-year deal at twenty-five million with some bonuses, kind of kicked into that, and yeah. I think he's becomes the second or third highest general manager in the NHL. So that's uh, yeah. Well, if you want to put the payday, you want the top end guys, you're gonna have to pay. But it's a yeah, good hire. I mean, experience, right? No, no Hitchcock back either. I mean, I could have told you that. He was. He was yeah, not liked. I think that was. He was not liked. Yeah, I think that was kind of. Yeah, there's some, a lot of kind of rumors yeah. and he just, a lot of things. That, he's too old school, is what it is. It's not like yeah. he wasn't liked. It's just his style. You can't do it these days. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, sneaky for uh, Oilers is Glenn Gullison. Guys in the room loved him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was he was one of their favorite coaches. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd like to see him get an interview. He's a bit, bit of a veteran guy. He's two kicks at the can before yeah. being a head coach. Maybe the third time's a charm, and maybe it's the right opportunity. He comes in and as assistant, and you know he did run some practices towards the end there, right? So it's not like it was all kind of his probably some of the system they were playing maybe been something that he was throwing down but yeah uh, no he uh i could see him being the coach he he's got he's he's got the experience but he's also kind of younger you know what i yeah. mean like it's not like like i love dave tippett i just think it, t- dave tippett's kind of just like a ken hitchcock you know what i mean he's yeah, tough I on his guys he expects the most and i just don't know I'm if he can so do that with a skill team He missed the last five years of the playoffs with the Arizona Coyotes slash Phoenix Coyotes, and um, they've been then he's been out of the game for what two, two or three years now. So, yeah, you know, maybe times have changed with him, but I just don't, I just don't know if that's the guy you kind of go out and get. But we'll see. Um, you know, the Ken Holland hiring, it's he was saying a lot of the right things that we were that this market and this city needs right and i think the yeah. biggest thing is i was running ran into someone last night at ball hockey and he kind of said something that was really uh that really pointed out to me that i didn't think of is just the classiness is what he said and 
you know, I think the classiness with, uh, you know, with that is, you know, him coming in, I think that's what's going to happen, you know, and it's, but, you know, a lot of things got leaked out and not everything was the way it should have been. And, you know, there's disgruntled players that left here and went to other organizations and talked about practice habits and certain things. So, you know, maybe all those things get washed with Ken Holland comes in and he demands respect and a presence of respect. So, you know, it's, he's maybe more of a tough job, like to move some contracts around, but it was kind of funny how people were like, Oh, he left Detroit in shambles and cap space this and cap space that. And he put that to bed yesterday at that press (laughs) conference. Like they got 20 million here and they got 15 million there. And then, you know, like everyone's like, oh, bad contracts. Like, I keep on talking about Johan Frazen. Johan Frazen has played in the NHL in like three or four years. Like that. Yeah, like matter. the guy. The guy's like, like he's got concussions. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Like, how did he know he was gonna get concussions? Like, you know, the end. Of, like before he was hurt, Johan Frazen, aka the Mule, was a beast. So yeah. But, oh, Frazen was a stud. And I mean, advocator, same thing. Like he was so good. And yeah. These these long term deals, you're you're trying to project what they're gonna give you. So if you think he's gonna give you a little more than what he's given you, but he gets hurt, then yeah, yeah, the hooped man. It, it is what it, that's how it works. And the, that's the thing fans don't understand. They're like, oh man, you're paying this guy so much, and but that's just how the contracts work. It, the agents, that's how they do it. You know, if a guy's, if a guy's had a hot year and, you know, he's, he's a, I guess a high prospect and yeah, they're going to try and sign long-term deals. Yeah. They just want to get that security for the player. Yeah. You know, he's drafted well there too. Like, like, you know, it's, it's kind of been talked about too. Like he, he's an amateur guy and like he came in as an amateur scout years ago. And Tyler Pertuzzi is a good player. He's playing on Team Canada at the World Championship. Yeah. Um, you Larkin. know, uh, Dennis Chalowski, like defenseman. Cool the guy though, was yeah. on fire to start the year for the Red Wings. And coming defenseman that they have. And, you know, Athens has turned out to be a player. And Larkin's a player. Mantha's had some ups and downs, but he looks to be – to be a player, you know, so it's advocators contract. I know that's a tough one, but uh, so is Lucci. Part of so is, but every Ooh, team has, yeah, them, right? exactly. So, you know, so we'll see what happens. It's, uh, I guess the biggest thing is what's when you kind of break things down here. Um, so we kind of talked about Glenn Gullick, and I know Stoffer kind of put out his top five or top six, and Gullickson was in there and Todd Nelson's name's been in there and you know Tippett obviously has been bantied about for the last three or four days so um, do you think any of the Sutter brothers kind of somehow get into an interview here or do you think that's just they're going to go for what unfortunately I don't think they're getting many calls for the Sutters I think well isn't Daryl head of like Pro scouting or something, not Daryl Dwayne uh, Sutter. Dwayne, yeah, I think he even might get smoked. It's, I think Holland comes in and does a cleanse, 
I mean, maybe maybe he doesn't get smoked from head scope, but he gets kind of moved somewhere else. And but I don't see I don't see Sutter's getting a, a call. No way. No, I, I I legit think it's gonna be what's that list that Bob's put out? But you know, we kind of. I, I like Glenn Gullickson. I didn't think he did a bad job in Calgary. I think he just got, you know, when Mike Smith got hurt two years ago, that they were they were rolling, and then he got hurt, and then and you know the, he could get a save from anyone, and then he lost a job for shouldn't have when he shouldn't have lost it, and then that's not his fault. His goalie gets hurt, but you know it's uh, they just didn't have any depth in the backup position. No, well, not position to this situation. No, and that's kind of what my next question is. We'll kind of break down this roster here, you know, with Ken Hall and Can Do and who's out there. Do you think um, – do you think that maybe the Oilers try to maybe like Robert Leonard or something like that? Uh, it was UFA, like – Yeah, well, no, they got what? They got uh, – Because, you know, Mon- Koskinen Mon- for four the books so, so like last year they were paying almost like eight million dollars to uh to three goaltenders with Koskin and Talbot and Montoya was in the minors like 1.6 I think he was and yeah so like I don't I kind of wonder maybe Robert Leonard might come no. like I don't know do you I, I, I just Leonard's not leaving New York I don't think well I don't know like there's there there's been a few reports out saying that he he might not go back and you know Thomas Grace is the guy that they might want to go with like they both split the duties right and obviously Rent, Robert Leonard had a great year Vesna candidate and all that but if if, you're, just, if, if he's available yeah let's say July 1st he's available do you sign him for under five you know uh still pretty 27 yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if I would I don't know. I think I, I, so. You got Koskinen and so forth. So that'd be what about eight or nine million on your goalies? That's not Koskinen, bad. four. Yeah, he's four point five. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you get Leonard for four? I honestly, then... if I'm looking, I have to, I have to dump salary before I'm signing a goalie for that much. Like yeah. if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna sign a goalie for four million, I gotta move a D man. I gotta free up some cap, like a Russell or a Larson. But yeah, I don't know. And the Robert, the reason why is just Ken hit Ken, uh, Ken Holland just has that history of the Swedes, right? Like just Swedish players, he's always kind of had a good rapport with him. So I don't know, yeah. it's just throwing it out there. I'm saying if he goes to July 1st, you got to make the call, you got to see what the price is. Obviously, it's not really July 1st because you know there's the courting period before. They have to shed some kind of money. You know, Larson had a bad year, so you're trading him at a bad, bad at a bad time. stock. And you know, Russell is everyone knows that he is. You're not gonna get a whole lot of offense, but you're gonna get a lot of heart. Yeah, but, just like you know, I like his, his no trade makes his no trade. Yeah, his no trade goes from a no trade to a a ten team list. Yeah, that he, he can get traded to. So you guys say that too, and then. You want to know? You can put on that list. You can put teams that are tight against the cap. You can't afford you. So fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's my ten teams. Yeah, I know uh, Washington, Tampa, whoever's up tight against the cap, and it's basically like a no move. I. But maybe he wants out, man. I tell you, getting yelled at every time you're out, 
with your family and coming onto the ice and it gets tiring. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just a change, change of scenery and going to a non-hockey market, but yeah, you got to do something to free money. And, you know, I know Lucic came out on Vancouver radio and then Louis Erickson a couple of days, a couple of days ago in Sweden, putting like whatever feelers or whatever you want out there. So everyone's connecting those two guys together for just a change of scenery contract. And I don't know, do you do it? Do you not do it? Like, we're watching some playoff hockey and still you need some element of toughness in the playoffs still too. Yeah. And you, you can tell by this, like this playoffs, watching some of these series, if you got, if you got, it's good to have fast defense, but man, if you got soft defense, Oh boy, you're in trouble. Yeah. And you, you probably go on, you're probably going through 10, 11 defense and probably, yeah. I don't know, 15, 16 forwards. If you're making a run. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. This interview is brought to you by Ball Hockey Edmonton. Ball Hockey Edmonton is the largest and fastest growing ball hockey league in Canada. BHE was started thirty plus years ago. BHE is also home of the back-to-back 2017 and 2018 CBHA Men's National Champions. The Edmonton Savages. The Edmonton Savages were started many years ago by Matthew Louie. The Edmonton Savages captain is 2002 LA Kings draft pick Joel Andreessen. For more information about Ball Hockey Edmonton, you can find their website out at bhe1.ca. That's bhe1.ca. And tell them that the Two Mutts podcast sent you for more information. So uh, with some BHE talk, I'll just kind of jump into that now here. Um, you know, they just did the re-tiering. Um, we will probably try to get Steve Weber back on, um, you know, after uh, he's at back. He's I think he's away right now, so we'll try to get him back. But you got the list there of the teams that were uh, moving around there, uh, Petro? Yeah, so I got the teams that got moved up and moved down here. Um, so we got the farm team. They moved down from four five to six, I believe. Yeah, they're pretty. No, they went to four. So, oh, they went from six to four five. Okay, yeah. I'm just reading yeah. the Twitter here. I don't yeah. know who runs BHE Twitter, but uh, make it a little more confusing for people. <laughs> Actually, no, it says moving up right at the top, so I'm blind. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Fucking dummy. Okay. Have another yeah. joint petrol. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. Okay. So, yeah, farm team moved up. Uh, Burger Kings went from, wow, they went from eight to Div 4 or 5. Yeah, they got some pretty good players. They got Spencer Fu on their team. And I think, oh, do uh, they? yeah, so he's obviously a Calgary Flames uh, last Stockton Heat player. So, I don't know how, if he's there a lot or whatnot, but I think that, like, they got a pretty good team otherwise mm-hmm. than that, too. So, they'll be, they won their first game. Uh, in Div 4, they beat the Haggard 4-3, and then uh, the farm team um, had did lose. Um, yeah. You know, so we'll kind of – they lost their first one against the Rangers, I think, 7-2 last night. And um, Rangers well, is one of the better teams in that Div anyways. So. Yeah, they're pretty They're pretty good. So you're playing yeah. against the really – you're playing against the best team in your Div for your first game in your Div. So it's kind of – Yeah. 
tough. You know, but that farm team, they've been together a long time. They got some good guys. They got Paul Gazzola on their team, absolute beauty. So, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Gazzola so. family, love them. Yeah. So, a lot. Love the Gazes. Yeah. Uh, we got, so we got Predators went from 10 to 8 with Cobra Kai as well. Yeah, Cobra Kai, good, a yeah. couple of good teams there. Uh, I re- couple... I ref both of them there on Monday, actually. Yeah, that's uh... yeah, I'm that they are pretty solid. So them moving up seems pretty, pretty smart. Yep. Uh, then from eleven to ten, we got the Squids and the Shockers. Yeah. Um, I, I think I ref the Div eleven. I think I ref the Squids actually. The Shockers, I, I think, are pretty, pretty. A pretty competitive team, so yeah, yeah. Bring and then uh, Thunder Buddies from twelve to eleven. So yeah, that's all the teams that moved up. Uh, then we got the teams moving down here. Uh, Liberty Tax Lions from four, five to seven. Yeah, they were having commitment issues. We played against them in four, we beat them four okay. nothing as the Dirty Birds, but they were having some some commitment issues and. You know, I think it's just a bunch of young guys going to call it, going to U of A and finishing up classes and exams. So it's a tough, tough yeah. time to get a, your roster out during that time. I, I've I've noticed a few teams they've had kind of troubles getting guys out. Yeah, year, I think so. it's always a struggle in May, and I think like yeah. you know, like mid May maybe get guys start showing up, and then then you got June, but it's uh, yeah. season's wrapping up pretty quick here, man. It's uh, you know, it's. It's quick. quick. It goes quick, two, man. Three games a week, and before you know it, you're in playoffs, and some teams might not make playoffs. So, yeah, this is kind of when you got to start grinding out. Uh, so then we got uh, Blobfish moved down from four, five to six. Mm. Black Ice seven to eight. Mm. Uh, oh, Wolfpack. That's my old team. That's my team that I played with. I think my very first team in men's league BHE. Yeah, maybe they went from eight to ten. They just don't have the scoring. They work hard that those that team, but they just don't have the scoring to stay up. Oh, maybe they can sign you for some scoring help. So nah, my I left them on some bad terms. We'll just say that. (laughs) (laughs) We (laughs) our first year, our first year, the teams were kind of split into two. It was like older guys and then like younger guys that were I think in like grade like twelve or just got a high school. Yeah. And so I took kind of all the older guys and made my own team, the Knights, and they took all their buddies and made their own team. Yeah. Sure shit. We met in the finals uh, the next year, very next year, we met in the finals. We beat them, I think, 2-1 in the th- three series. But, yeah, since then, I don't think I'm going back. Don't turn your back on the wolf back, man. There you go. Uh, and then you got Prestige Worldwide, went from 8 to 10. Uh, Piranhas dropped down 10-11 with Tin Bashers. And uh, Snake Arm eleven to twelve. So those are the teams that moved up and down. Um, no, I don't think any surprises really. No, no, I I, uh, I thought something might happen in one one and two. Like kind of you know the Walrus are are kind of you know they're running the gauntlet. They're running the pack right now. They're the young up and coming team, and they're proving you know big test tomorrow night. You know they got the Savages seven o'clock at the West. Preview that one. I'll be there for that one. Um, yeah. What's that tomorrow? Yeah, they got tomorrow, the Savages tomorrow night at the West, seven o'clock. So I'll be uh, battle the un- undefeated teams. You know, obviously, uh, Savages did lose in overtime, but uh, both teams haven't lost a game in regulation yet, and Walrus haven't even lost a game at all. And I, more and more, I watch their goaltender Chris Chris Kerr. There, um, I think that guy's the best goalie in ball hockey. And I thought 
I'd never say that after seeing a guy like Ty Schwab play, but those, those two guys are, are one and one right now, one A and one B or, you know, so that's uh, some, some good goaltending and it's more or less Chris doesn't have an off game, you know, so he's uh, yeah. obviously he was the first star of the week last week with our uh, first star of the week awards. Um, so I'll meet up with him tomorrow to give him his, uh, his prize. And I'll meet up with a couple of other guys tomorrow for their prizes and, um, we'll do the three stars right now and then you can run down, we can run down these power rankings here and then, uh, yeah, we'll do some news and notes, but, uh, the fir- the third star for this week comes from a div 11, the piranhas defenseman, Bobby Ryder. Um, so he's, uh, he's our third star of the week. Just, uh, just a grinding kind of defenseman doesn't obviously get you a lot of points but uh you know blocks a lot of shots and just battles every shift so he's our third star of the week um he's eight you need yeah he's got eight games played and he's got one assist and you know so just uh, recognition for a hard-working guy so we'll meet up with him um this week here Uh, and you need those guys on your team as much as you guys that bury fuck you need those guys that eat those minutes and they play hard they block the shots for you yeah yeah. This guy's very underrated, especially in ball hockey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, so he's our third star of the week. Uh, he's a good guy, too. So, in our, our uh, second star of the week, comes from Div 7. We got uh, from the Snipers, we got number nine, Greg Hamilton, who had a massive this massive week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had four assists in one game, and he had uh, two goals and one assist in an in a previous game. So, you know, he's uh, starting to put up the points and uh, poor guy's uh, 66 years old. So, you know, he's chugging out <laughs> there for a 66. Uh, no, I don't think he's 66, but, um, but yeah, no, he's our, uh, our second star of the week. So we'll meet up with him. And uh, are you at the South tomorrow, Petro or no? Uh, no, I'm South on Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah. So those guys play at the South tomorrow so i'll be uh driving around the city here getting some of these uh prizes handed out so because uh, i think those that divs at the south and then our first star of the week comes from div four slash div five he's a goaltender he plays on the reapers brad hennessy hopefully i'm saying that name right um he went That's a sick po- last name. yeah so he posted <laughs> a posted a three and old record um they were kind of struggling a bit there, and he, uh, the team pulled it out. So they're on a bit of a heater right now. Uh, I think they won their first two and then lost four. And I think they've won their last three. So, um, and he's a big part of their team. I would say, you know, for teams that, uh, you know, goaltenders that probably don't get much recognition or get talked about or mm-hmm. probably don't get seen a lot, this guy is probably the best goaltender out there that nobody knows about. So, um, and there's a lot of good goaltenders um, in our in our uh, in this league. Uh, McMuffin's goalie too, uh, Jamil. There, he's pretty uh, he's pretty good. So when the yeah, goal I think gets McMuffins are going to nationals too, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're in Div Six. So I know that maybe yeah. they're like we're not forgetting them. They, he posted a a three and zero record too. So we're not gonna want to shy away from that. Give him the some credit there. But uh, those are our three stars of the week. Yeah. Uh, we'll post it on Twitter. Um, uh, BHE will probably end up retweeting that, and uh, we'll meet up with those uh, with everyone tomorrow between the West and the South. I'll be uh, 
making my rounds and handing those out, getting some pictures. We'll post it on Twitter so everyone can kind of see what we're getting, what you're getting for a three star of the week. And uh, got some... yeah, they're nice hats too. These aren't some. Yeah, no, they're good design. Run the mill junk hats. Yeah, no, Longbow has some nice gear. Yeah, no, exactly. We appreciate you guys. You know, if you guys want some stuff from there, they got some. They got a lot of great products on there on their website so you know use the promo code petro 15 and um we appreciate the support so definitely without that we uh we can't make this happen so we uh you know josh josh zaberstein and uh, jeff wood from Longball, they've been uh, pretty great to us over the over this year here so we uh, appreciate our partnership with them and we're lining things up for a live podcast with them in july so uh looking forward to that and then um so that's kind of there well one thing i just wanted to mention too we did kind of put this out about uh top score and top goaltender and with some conversation with some members with ball hockey edmonton um you know we uh we're still gonna do that we're gonna do that kind of differently though instead of being just it's easy to give the guy you know it's it's not really fair if there's a div where a guy's got 84 points and the next guy's got like 30. Um, yeah. So we do recognize that that guy that has 84 points, he's a really good player. But we're going to kind of – we did it in a, a different way that the top goaltender and the top defenseman and the top forward will all get recognized in a way. So we'll have more news on that as the season progresses here. Um, so we do want it. It is a bit of a change of what we talked about, but it's, I think it's a good change. We originally weren't going to do a top defenseman one, but we're going to do that. So it kind of be a voting system. It sounds like, but, uh, uh, we'll have some conversations with the league on how they want to work with that. But, uh, we, uh, we're going to make sure that, uh, we get that out. So we, some of our sponsors with ball hockey Edmonton, you know, that's stepping up and helping us out by giving back. Um, so we appreciate them there. So I guess we'll talk about the power rankings, Petro. Um, yeah. You got them there. Uh, you want to kind of run down, run them down uh, a bit there with uh, Andrew Ginther po- posting his, his uh, power rankings out. Yeah. Uh, with Div 1, I mean, Div 1's Div 1. You got your Savages top yeah, player. Usual suspect. It's there. your your four teams. Uh, Jubinville's leading scorer, big surprise. Yeah. Ty Swab, like you had mentioned earlier there, top goalie. Um, Div two again, yeah. That that Walrus is Savages game should be actually a really good game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you uh, guys you got... aren't doing anything, that's a definitely a game to go out watch. Yeah. It's going to be a really, I think that'll be a really good game. Uh, yeah. I think that might be the best test the Savages have because, um, you know, we try to do some positive things here, but uh, the Savages absolutely steamrolled the Top Whale seven nothing in their last game. Yeah. So. If and... the, the the thing with Top Whale is, man, they'll run you into the ground. Yeah, but to have you need that high end scoring. You need the guys like your Juvenvilles yeah. and Chris, The Walrus's goaltender was the goalie for the Savages in that game. So I think everyone from both teams, you know, oh. can sit there and say, you know what, like this guy's a good goalie. You know, yeah. Wow, that's uh, crazy. Then but yeah. obviously they played against them. They'll they, they'll probably see him a bit more. But uh, if they didn't know who he was then, they definitely know who he is now. So, uh, yeah. so it's, uh, you know, Sonny Sakan there's uh, done a great job, uh, you know, selecting that roster. And I hope this team stays together for many years to come. You know, I like that the Nordiques were one of those teams that was fun to watch, not fun to yeah. play against, but fun to watch. And 
Um, you know, they only lasted a few years when they went from the minor program to the, to the men's. And, you know, I just hope more teams stick around and guys don't get approached to go to other teams and just, you know, see it through uh, your team. It's yeah, tough to keep teams It, it is tough. When you got a team like Savages or Whalers calling you, you know, it is tough. But, uh, you know, hopefully these guys can stick through and stick it and stick together for many years to come. And, you know, yeah. put that could be finally maybe Div 1 could be a four-team race, right, where it's like it's any team's – any team can win at any given yeah. night. And, you know, right now it's it's – it's a three, three kind of three and a half team race. You know, I know extreme has not done the well as well as they really wanted to so far, but you know, Danny Bosch is a really good goaltender. And once he gets dialed in, that's going to be a tough team to beat. And you know, once yeah, get, and, and I, you I, never know what playoffs. And every time I've seen the extreme play, they've got like nine or 10 guys. That's not their roster. Their roster no. is a pretty big roster. So, you know, once they get full bet, a full bench out, um, they'll be a team to, to be, you know, they could win, right? That's, that's how the top, top shelf won years ago is they were middle of the pack and then they just ran the gauntlet in the playoffs and won. That's all you need. And, you know, yeah, you don't bring up top shelf. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding. We uh, should have Mendez on, but we, uh, or Larson, when I was playing with Knights, they were, they were going for an undefeated season. Yeah. And we beat him in the playoffs. Joel Joel was on our team, Dixon. Yeah. And he, and he it's playoffs, like the biggest game of playoffs. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking Jasper with some girl. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, <laughs> like we got a playoff game here, man. And yeah, me and Nick, Nick Sheldon, we yeah. beat them, man. They were so mad. They you used guys... to have a website, man. We would be on the website chirping these guys. Yeah, I think Mendez would get oh. to run that website. That was pretty yeah. cool, though, they had that. Oh, it was big time, man. I used to love the tribute and the chats. And yeah. We'd call Larson, Lane the Chisel, and oh, man, <laughs> that was funny. Coach Top Babs. Shelf. I remember Lane that. Larson, That's a.k.a. Awesome. Coach Babs. So. <laughs> Coach Babs. <laughs> I saw one time. I was at the Dome one time, and I, I'm there for a game. I come out, and it's them. They're, like, practicing. They're running, like, drills around. Oh, yeah, the he's, uh, like, what the fuck Yeah, I know he's... Coach Babs, man. I played That's with the, I played Bar South a couple of years ago, and yeah. after every game, it was a there was a forty five minute meeting in the locker room with the whiteboard after. So <laughs> breaking <laughs> oh, down, breaking, oh, you were breaking down before. everything possible angle. Coach Babs may be a better player though. Won a championship, couple chip, couple championships. Yeah. So no, he's a good player. Yeah, for sure. exactly. So uh, uh, so yeah, that's well, yeah. So Div Two Walruses team pending's up there like usual. Yeah, they're good. Bar South, I think they got their first win here. Yeah, yeah, I think they won finally four two against the Cobras. I think the other night. So finally, yeah, I saw them tweeting about Taco Time, and I was all over that. Yeah, you love your Taco Time. Oh, I, I love it. I don't know who runs their Twitter, but whoever does, yeah. is pretty clever with the. Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah, the the lineup days and all that, and who it's brought to you by. So. Yeah. So no, it's pretty. It's pretty clever, on whoever does that. So, but yeah, do you want to? And then what's that? Div four, div five, Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, there, they got Rangers, three. Smashville, Killer Bees. I think Killer Bees are starting to play well. Yeah, I got um, them on Friday. Dirty Birds. And then you got Haggard Shark. Well, that's a big div now with those two extra teams. Yeah, there's ten teams in there. So yeah. top four obviously will go to the four and the. The next four will go to five, and the bottom two teams will make the playoffs. That's how that div will shake, shake down. Yeah. 
And then that'll that'll start with winning percentage, correct? From there. correct now that there's yeah. teams coming in, yeah, everything's winning percentage now. Yeah. So, so it, if if you had a shitty start, if you started one and like the rush, they started. Yeah. Turn it up now, and you're right there. Yeah, exactly. They got a big Don't win against, your start. Big win against us last night, so that was oh, did yeah, they seven one? So that was good confidence. Oh, seven one. There's probably about eighty five penalty minutes. Yeah, there was right? quite a few. So you know, <laughs> you if you're playing, if you're refing a dirty bird game, or you're playing against the dirty birds, expect uh, the game to be a long, dirty, chippy, and nasty, and very annoying. So just get ready for that. I refed you guys. You guys didn't have a penalty. Man. Well, that was a we were. We played that one team that got moved up, and they had like, they only had like six guys. So you know, you're really gonna call a penalty against. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get hacked against the team. Well, you're you're not gonna go out of your way. I've have played in, played against the Dirty Birds in a game where, or even watched a Dirty Birds game. It was actually me and Jimmy were actually watching a game last year. We went upstairs and they were up seven nothing. The Dirty Birds. And yeah. like just randomly, the one one player on the Dirty Birds, I'm not going to name names, but he just turned around and whacked the guy for no reason, and he's up seven nothing. So, so yeah. that might happen. So, but, well, uh, let it happen with me. I'll be tossing all yeah. tens. Don't worry about it. That's what I. We'll get into that later on because there's something I wanted to was kind of grinding my gears. We'll probably do a segment on something like that. You know. Okay. That... Well, so okay, we got what do we got? Div six now. Yeah, because I don't. Uh, Nightmare Soldiers, McMuffins. Uh, they went up from seven to three. It looks like they had a good week. Uh, Human Centipedes, Crown Royals, Blobfish moved up. Moved, yeah. So they went there. Rockets and Seven Seas, yeah. So that's a pretty good yeah. div. I think it's pretty competitive. You know, McMuffins. Yeah, they got they got, got uh, Crown Royals got that Jevney there. He's so fuck my ref him that one time. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, he's a great player. So yeah, Blake's the leading goalie in that div. Looks like four wins. Yeah, Joe, in six Nar- games. Joe Nardi's on the Crown Royals too. So my brother, oh, that, is he? brother of Anthony Nardi, so former Stallion, former Stallion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Nardi boys should are. I br- should movies, I man. should I bring up my Nardi story? Right, we'll, no. we'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> All I'm gonna say <laughs> is it involved his eyeballs. So enough said. <laughs> Eyeball and a little face wash action. Yeah. And no, no, fuck it. I'm going to tell you. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> screw that. So, Wolfpack Knights were playing. It was like a reg season game. And I don't know why. I think we we're getting pumped, like pumped by them. Like, it must have been like 6 nothing. So, I went and cross-checked him and he got mad and I face-washed him. And when I face-washed him, I kind of like eye-gouged him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You're a fucking pussy, whatever. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, fuck. Like, whatever. This is like, I don't know, man. But it's been like eight years ago, maybe. And I was like, you're such a bitch. And like, fuck. Anyways. So then I, I go and play ice hockey on this Italian team. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll play. And Nardi comes on, is on one of the, is on the team. <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So anyways, we're having like a year-end party and buddies, uh, buddy's garage and he's like oh uh yeah i come over and i'm like i don't really want to you know like i think i finished the year off i honestly think i suckered some guy yeah and like hurt him pretty bad but whatever um <laughs> and then it's so like go there and nardy's there and they're like 
and he's like, why did you eye gouge me? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? He's like, in ball hockey, man, you eye gouged me. And I was like, is this guy like serious right now? He's, you called me over to yell at me about eye gouging? And they're like, oh, like, why did you eye gouge him and shit? I'm like, because he's a fucking pussy. Oh, it's it so bad. I, I look back now and I'm thinking like, man, we were so stupid. <laughs> like, why'd you eye gouge me? And he's like, he's like, basically, they're all like jumping around me like, you know, like jumping on me. Why'd you eye gouge him and shit? I'm like, because he's a fucking pussy. Oh, man. That's funny. Anyways, that's my story. Okay, let's move on to Div 7. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Silver Kings, Snipers, they got the players a week there. Uh, Ukraine Athletic, the Larrys, Liberty Tax Lions, Team Ferda, Team Ferda. Yeah, I think I ref them. Spartans and Afterburners. Yeah. So, and where are we at here now? Div 8. Debate all the guaps I repped them yesterday. Fuck, they pumped some team. Uh, Predators, YDP, Rink Rats, Cobra Kai. They moved up, right? Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, from Div 10. Uh, Black Ice, they moved down. GD Bulldogs, I think they're having issues getting guys out. Yeah, commitment issues usually tough at this time, like we kind of talked about earlier. Uh, That's tough. Yeah, like we said, though, if you come. If you had a shitty start, you can make up for it now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Div 10, we got the Rampage, Shockers, Kings. I actually played for the Rampage years ago, a couple games. Uh, Prestige Worldwide, Squids, Wolfpack that got moved down, Huskies, and Tigers. I think on the Huskies, they have a couple ladies that play, do they not? Yeah, there's, I think in that Div, you're allowed the exception there. So Yeah, yeah. and I think... I think she was timekeeping with me the one game I ref, but man, she, they, like she's pretty good. What's her name? I think Randy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Randy Net yeah. or Netty or whatever. Oh yeah, but, yeah. That's uh, Jeff. Jeff Nets. Uh, wife. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah he's pretty man, good. He's looking, a pretty good yeah. player too. So. Yeah. So I was like, oh, but yeah, I was. That's good for them to play. Yeah, no, it's nice that the the league allows that. So yeah, little exception. I there, know, so. I know for OSHL they had uh, they had Michelle Mars that came. Yeah, out she's uh, one of the guys top were like, oh, players. chirping, but man, she is good. Yeah, she can play. She's one of the <laughs> like, best. She can. She's legit. Yeah. And on a small space like that, it's might have to get her on the podcast, do an interview with her. Hey? Might have to get her on the podcast, do an interview with her about you know, kind of playing and playing competitive hockey you know, ball hockey, because she, uh, she's definitely yeah, one of the top defensemen. She? Yeah, she, she's on Team Canada. I think she is the captain. And that's another thing, too. We're going to bring the men's on, too, the guys that are representing um, Team Canada through BHE here. So we're going to try to get those guys on uh, before they leave for the for the World Cha- Ball Hockey Championship. So yeah. try to do a roundtable with them um, on a Monday or Thursday night at the rink. Um kind of set that up and have that going yeah uh okay let's keep i got two more divs here to do and then uh yeah shut her down yeah we'll do uh, some news and notes to finish off div 11 the no deeks i love that name it's a sweet name <laughs> yeah that's a, the no deeks yeah. that's awesome uh gremlins regulators thunder buddies canadians piranhas tin bashers and mad dogs couple teams that moved down there uh thunder buddies moved up and uh, Div 12, Edmonton Cubs, Bacardi Oil, Falcons, Reapers, Snake Arm, and Blazers. 
So yeah, they, they're that's a smaller div in Div Twelve, but uh, yeah, that, those are the hard and soul guys, guys of, the, of the of the league. You know, those yeah, are the man. guys they you're not going to really find a short bench against those in those divs because everyone just loves to come out and play. So they're out for a good run yeah. and score some goals and then go up and have a couple beers. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it's about. Some yeah. of these higher divs they get so competitive. Yeah, and you like you, you can see a refing even and obviously playing and guys are swearing and i'll fucking kill you and i'm just like man yeah it's intense like, give seven you guys <laughs> chill and but i'm not one to talk because i'm probably was the i'd probably be the first guy in there yeah saying that Competit- competitive guy so makes you it makes you notice it on the other side when you're roughing yeah exactly like okay maybe it's a little too much so uh but, we'll finish up on that there uh we uh obviously we had darren Dreger on last week and that would just uh we're happy to call that not a one-hit wonder for us uh <laughs> He's going to join us, rejoin us again on the podcast at the end of the month here. Um, he's obviously overseas working on the Drager Cafe and, uh, you know, covering. I love the Drager oh, Cafe. Just, I ordered my shirts today. I was. <laughs> Why you know, did you? Oh, I was going to put it in. Yeah, I know. I, uh, soon as Co- soon as Co- Coco messaged me, Carla Koviak messaged me and they, uh, and he said they're coming out soon. I, uh, I was like, all right, I'm getting on that. And, <laughs> So I ordered a couple. Uh, I ordered a white one and a blue one. So, uh, so oh, they have blue. Yeah, ones. they they have like twenty different colors. So any oh, color you know. want, they. It's yeah. just a t-shirt. Eh? Yeah, it's just a t-shirt. Yeah. So you know, I we retweeted that on uh, on the on our Twitter feed. So there's a link to that. It's all going to charity. Everything, one hundred percent of the proceeds are going to, I believe, uh, the Ronald McDonald House of Canada. Um, yeah. so for a great cause, kind of just spur of the moment, you know, I obviously Dragger Cafe is legend in its own. And I just kind of happened to, to tweet at him and, uh, was very fortunate enough for him to kind of retweet and say, good idea. And, you know, less than 24 hours later, the shirts are on the website and everyone can order them. So I ordered a couple up today. So hopefully they come in pretty soon here and we might, uh, you know what, it's probably a good idea. Maybe we'll, you know, kind of throw some of those Dragger Cafe T-shirts into a, into some of the Player a Week awards. Um, yeah. You know, kind of give those back. Um, we'll uh, work on something there. You know, just try to get some sizes. We'll just you know we find out the guys that win, and we'll just ask their sizes, and we'll order them up a shirt, and uh, just buy two XL. Everyone's yeah, yeah exactly. So you know, everyone's two sixty, aren't they? Like me? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> two sixty, two eighty is yeah. the same, isn't it? Yeah. So, so again, yeah, we're happy to have him back on. We'll have him on Friday, May 31st. Um, so we're going to do another interview with him and maybe by then the Oilers will have a coach named and we'll, uh, you know, we want to talk to him about the Jets and the current state of certain teams going into this summer. So uh, we'll get into more in-depth um, on a number of NHL teams. And if you guys have questions you guys want us to ask about your favorite teams or your favorite players, you know, just send it to the Twitter Twitter account. Uh, just DM us on uh, the follow, and we'll ask those questions on air to to Darren. And it sounds like we're gonna have him going go, come and joining us for the rest of this uh, season here as uh, July first hits. They all everyone breaks away for July first, so so it looks like we'll bank maybe a couple interviews with him um, and and uh, work on something going forward with him. Here, so we're pretty excited for that. And then next week is probably one of the biggest podcasts that I'm most 
looking forward to. I there's a lot of people I like in the media, and there's a lot of people I like engaging and talking with. But uh, I love this person, and that's Ryan Rashog. Um, he's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, got to know him over the last few months here, and uh, so we're gonna get him on. Everyone knows the work he did with the Humble Broncos, and and uh, you know how much involvement he has on that and you know helping everyone out and by sharing stories that are tough um you know so we look forward to having ryan rashog on next wednesday um so we'll do a little bit of bhe on that one but that one that's kind of the theme we'll probably go bhe one week and um nhl mix in with some nhl and bhe but uh that'll be our guest next week we obviously didn't have one this week and uh yeah, I don't know if you want to speak to either Darren Drager and Ryan Rashog there, Petro. Just excited to have them on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're obviously two big guests for us. Um, love, like you said, loving the Drager Cafe t-shirts. Oh, yeah, that's just a, a beauty. So you guys got to order those up, you know, get those. Yeah. Uh, they have all different sizes there. So I appreciate, uh, you know, Darren Drager and Carlo Koliakbo getting on that pretty quick. Um, yeah, I saw Koliakovo's little guys, cancers, and yeah, too, yeah, so no, that's huge too. And that's a guy we're gonna have on too. I've kind of got to know him a bit over the last year here. Obviously, is he's a yeah. former Leaf. I was, I'm a big Leaf fan, so um, we're gonna have him come on the podcast in the next uh, few weeks. Here, we'll probably have him fall after uh, after the week of, of we have um, Ryan Rashog or something like that. We'll work work yeah. it out. Uh, you know, he's former player so he's probably got some good stories he's probably got the best trade story that is like in history in my mind one of the best so we'll uh we'll get i don't want to <laughs> spoil that because it's absolutely beautiful so we'll, we'll get him on to kind of talk some stories and that's obviously great news that his uh that leo is uh in in a good spot now and seeing yeah. seeing uh leo is his son if everyone's wondering so yeah. So we, uh, that's kind of the theme again, guys, we're just going to bring, you know, with our connection to some people at TSN, uh, we're going to bring some of those guys on Mike Johnson and obviously Jamie McLennan, you know, Darren Drager. So, uh, we look forward to, for, to doing this and giving, giving these kind of interviews out to you guys. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, I'm really looking forward to the Ryan Rashog one. Um, yeah, that's going to be pretty sure. good. He's, uh, he covers the others pretty well. Better, probably better than anyone, and very. In I would touch. say he's probably the guy for the Warriors. Yeah, there. yeah, no, exactly. So we'll have a, I have a little story for that too. So I'll tell you it's another funny one. So I don't want to ruin it because it'll be a little surprise, surprise of why, how much I love him, and love following <laughs> him. But there's a reason why I had to. Uh, there's a reason I we mended defenses. So we'll kind of, I went. I'll, I'll quickly say it. I went at him on Twitter like probably like five years ago for, <laughs> I said he wasn't a good play-by-play guy. So, and then, and then Oh yeah. So, when he was doing like that junior. Yeah. Thing. He was doing the SO cup and, uh, yeah. And, uh, he, he went back at me and then I got the, uh, I got the, the good old block. So fortunately <laughs> I had to create a, a burner account so I can follow what he has to say. So we'll, uh, we'll have that, uh, kind of a little fun with him on that a good story there so him and i were chatting about that about a few months back lining him up coming on the podcast here so 
And uh, yeah, we'll finish it on that note. Um, and we appreciate everyone listening to us and supporting us. And, uh, you know, we're growing here. And, and it's all because uh, the great support that we have from everyone tuning in. Yeah. The ball hockey, ball hockey community, the hockey community, I guess. Yeah, the, just like the ball hockey community is kind of giving us an extra jolt here. We've you you know it's we appreciate all the follows you guys have given us on twitter and and uh instagram and facebook and everything so uh so we uh will look look forward to uh some more content coming up here and um we'll uh we'll finish it on that note like we said here so appreciate everyone listening in and any uh final thoughts there patch Nope, just uh, I'll see you guys around the rink, ball hockey, and if you see me, come say hi. If you don't know who I am, probably the biggest guy out there in the ref uniform. Oh, yeah, so. just wear it anywhere, a sweater, too, on the ref jersey. It's like a sweater. The what? Your jersey is oh, like a yeah. sweater. So, it's fucking summer, I'll man. I'll explain quick. I'll explain quick. So they, they had some short ones at, like, the clinic, like some short sleeve T-shirt ones. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll try this on." I tried it on. That thing was fucking tighter than anything, man. So I'm like, "Oh, I'll just, I'll just buy one." Okay, and so you know, that was two weeks before the season starts. And then Jeremy messages me like the first Monday. I'm refing the Tuesday. Refs me, "Hey, you want a ref?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure." So I'm like, "I'll just go to United and grab a a ref thing." Yeah, Uh, sure. Shit, no, no short sleeves. I'm like, "Fuck." You should have cut it. I'm like, well, I'm going to. I, I called around the city. You got short sleeve ref shirts? The guys are laughing. I'm like, oh, no, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, fuck. So I go back to United and I fucking buy the long sleeve one. And then I'm just gonna, I'm going to go get it cut by like a tailor. Yeah, you have to do Like something. cut it down. Yeah. But I just, I've been so busy and I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, it's just laziness, I think. But I look like a stud out there, man. I don't know. <laughs> I look good, man. Anyways, look good, ref, good, right? Oh, we could see. See, you did give me a free Apple one game, so I have to say that's pretty. That's pretty generous of you. So, yeah, and that's one thing I don't mind doing is if there's like, say, there's only, and I'm not just saying that because you're obviously on the podcast, but (laughs) if I'm watching a game and a guy's like fucking busting his ass and he's blocking shots and stuff. Throw in an apple. There's an extra and assist, and there's only like a goal and one pass. That guy's getting thrown down for an extra assist. Yeah. So there you don't, go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Petro sees the hard work yeah. too. There you go. All right. Lord knows I ain't putting in the hard work. <laughs> so floating at the blue, looking. Someone for else pass. has to. So. Yeah. All right, we got went too long here. So uh, again, we'll chat uh, next uh, next Wednesday. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks.